Ready to stop trading time for money and build a business that can scale? Then you're in good company. This is the Productize Podcast, where I chat with entrepreneurs who've transformed their businesses using the Productize service model. I'm your host, Brian Castle. Want to learn my best strategies for productizing your business? Then get my free crash course by going to productizecourse.com. Now let's get into the show. Hey, hey, so here's another uh, coaching session, and in this one, you're going to hear my conversation with Carlos Gonzalez. So after eight years of working online for all sorts of clients and doing many different services, uh, Carlos Gonzalez and his partner decided that it was time to productize and niche down and, and focus on serving one ideal market. And so they launched websforcoaches.com. It's a, uh, a niche web design service for professional coaches, uh, not uh, too dissimilar from what I used to do with, with Restaurant Engine, which was also a niche web design service. Um, so we talked a little bit about that, and I shared some of my experiences there. Um, but you're going to hear, hear my coaching session with, with Carlos, and this took place uh, only one week after they launched this new business. So in this call, you're going to hear um, how they decided on the coaching niche, how and why they launched a business targeting the U.S. market, despite Carlos and his partner um, being based in in uh, Spain and Brussels, um, and then you know we went through uh, questions talking about which marketing channels to start with: content marketing, PPC, cold email, warm email, or something else. Um, you know how to get those first customers, and and then we also talked quite a bit about how they can optimize their website and their their marketing copy to better speak to a coach's uh, specific pain points. So you're going to hear all that and and our back and forth in this coaching session with Carlos. Now, for today's quick tip when it comes to productized services, it's a pretty simple one, and all it is is wake up earlier. <laughs> now, this can actually go for anything, but um, as you know, most of these quick tips can. But you know, specifically when we're talking about productized services, uh, typically you're trying to launch one of these things on the side. You know, you're you're um, you're balancing client work or maybe even a full-time job and as you're going to hear in this interview with Carlos we talked quite a bit about that you know because Carlos and his partner are in that same boat where they're trying to phase out their client work to launch this new business this productized business and so the tip is to wake up early and here's what I, what I mean by that try and wake up an hour or two earlier than you already do and and get in your work on your new productized service in the very, very early morning hours. And the reason why I think this is really important is, um, well, for a few reasons. I mean, number one, it kind of prioritizes your your um, your focus on the productized service. And, and, and obviously, you, you still need to do your other work or go to your full-time job to kind of pay the bills during that transition phase. But by putting your, your work on your new business early in the morning, first thing in the morning, it it kind of puts puts that mental priority in place where you know this is coming first this is a i i'm you know i'm intentionally making a change here and we want to do this early in the day um but the the other big benefit that i've found personally is you know i am much more effective much more productive my brain and, and my creative energy just function much much better in the early morning hours and i mean even when i just wake up before i even drink coffee believe it or not um, you know, just getting that those creative juices flowing like right out of bed for for me, I found to be really really effective. You know, I work much faster. I I I come up with better work. Um, so I think that's really important. So when you're balancing this, you know, trying to phase down the client work and the job, 
a lot of people just default to working on the new business, you know, at, at during the nights or, or on weekends, and that's when you've you've already spent all of that creative energy all day, and you just kind of like want to wind down. So I think it's important to try to just wake up a few extra hours earlier, um, drink a big glass of water right when you wake up. That that hydrates you and it wakes you right up, uh, and in many cases even even more than coffee will. Um, so yeah, just give that a try. Wake up earlier and make a lot of progress on your new business early in the day. All right, so we're we're here on a uh, coaching call. Here I'm talking with Carlos Gonzalez. Carlos, thanks for uh, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thank you, Brian. Good to be here. Great. So so you've been going through the productize course, and you've uh, recently launched uh, your business called Webs for Coaches. And we're going to hear all about that. And, you know, typically how I like to start off coaching calls is, is really me asking you a bunch of questions, just just for me to get a little bit of a background of um, where you're at, a little bit of your backstory with, with this business. And then we can kind of talk about, um, you know, whatever big questions are on your mind and, and plot the next steps forward. So um, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so far what I see at when I visit websforcoaches.com. Um, I actually see a very nice, nicely designed website. Uh, you know, you. It, it looks mostly like a one-page uh, kind of long scrolling design, which which I like. It gets right to the point. Um, and uh, it says webs for coaches, so professional and affordable websites for coaches done for you in one week. So pretty strong value proposition. I really like how you're targeting a very specific audience, uh, coaches. I guess I'd like to ask you a little bit more about like you know what type of coaches you work with. Uh, but I mean, you know, before we even start, like, how would you describe the business? Well, actually, that what you read—that we do professional websites for coaches in, in maximum one week—and we offer as well some support, like monthly support for maintenance and updates. And hopefully, we are going to add uh, with the time some other services more within the marketing space mm-hmm. that we find that those coaches need but we wanted to first be very clear have one thing one proposition one offer and then start building from there got it kind of expand the uh, expand the services for yep. the same audience makes a lot of sense yep. yeah um, so can you give me like the story so far like when when did this start and, and how did it start and how did you even come up you know come into this idea um, well it started probably like eight years ago when I started in the online world eight years um, <laughs> you mean you've, you've been doing yeah. web, like website design for eight years no well I started in this internet world eight years ago and then with blogs and one personal blog and then another website and then some friends started asking me to do for them and then I started creating for clients and also SEO and advertisement with Google AdWords so um, yeah but with this business uh, me and my business partner started last year 2015 okay so we just launched uh, like this week last past week Oh, this past week. So, so we're currently recording right at the end of January, 2016. So this is brand new. You right. just launched this this website. Yes. Yeah. Great. And uh, and who is your partner? 
is Balash. Is we are all, uh, we met here in Mallorca Island in a meetup group for entrepreneur international entrepreneurs, and we had some things in common. We started getting to know each other, and that he lives in Brussels. Okay. So, the center of Europe. And how and, do you how do you each like split the 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 roles or responsibility or skill sets? Well, actually, right now we are doing almost everything both of us. Like we want that the both of us know what the business is about, which task, and we, uh, how long does do the task uh, take, so that when we have to start uh, hiring VAs or help, we can delegate better because we know uh, how long it takes and. Makes so, sense. but of course, we have we have similar backgrounds and experience. Okay. In what we do, but and, we have different strengths. And I'm right now more in the content side, and he's more in the customer acquisition. Got it. But we both do some templates and design, and yeah, and we control quality from each other. So. Yeah, and I guess you keep each other accountable, and it's nice to work as a team and and all that. Right. Very nice. So yeah, it's the first time for uh, like a partner, a business partner. I, I was always all by myself, and it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. How is it going having a partner now? Uh, pretty good. Great. Until now, no problems, and everything is positive. So, what were your first steps? Um, so you, I mean, when you, when you guys partnered up, did did you already have this idea for focusing on on coaches, or did you try out different niches, or, or you know, what were your very first steps? Actually, I had just started when we met um, something very similar with a different niche and a different language in Spanish. Oh, okay. Uh, and then we met and. We, we were talking about it and we decided to partner up and and yeah I wasn't since all, all these years I was most of the time working like in Spain or Spanish markets like South America Spain and I know it can be really hard um, to, to sell in those countries online because just uh, we are a few years behind US in terms of um, online payments, um, PayPal, credit cards, and getting being used to use them online and trust the websites that we can pay our money there. Yeah, like we have that here in Spain, but it's not that usual mm. as in the US. So we. I wanted um, a business part as well. Wanted to leave that out of. So we would, we didn't want that as a variable for the business. So is it not working because in this language or country uh, people don't have PayPal, for instance, or credit cards? Yeah. We didn't want as variable. So we say okay, English, <laughs> and. And 
then concerning the niche, uh, we listed, we, both of us uh, brainstorm like a list of niches and researched them. And we decided to uh, to focus on or choose two or three each of us, and then if any of those like were the same, then we would go for that. And okay, so your first step was to find coaches. Got got it. So you so you were each like you you started by looking for uh, a niche audience that each of you had some interest or some connection to um, and, and that you both had in common. Yeah, well, the list of niches it was all over the place. We had dentists, we had, I don't know, authors. Mm -hmm. um, but we wanted to find something that we have interest in and that is, it can be profitable. Yeah, I think that's really smart um, because it's easy to just pick a niche just because there's an opportunity there, but you also need to have an interest in it. Um, because if you're going to yeah. really be committed to this industry for, for years to come, you know, you have to be able to talk to, in your case, talk to coaches or go to, go to conferences or go to places where coaches are hanging out and, and really embed yourself. So, so, so you, you kind of settled on coaches. Um, can you define that? Are, are you focusing specifically on like business coaches? Um, not yet. Uh, we thought about it, and we have some friends who are coaches in the U.S. And they they recommend us not to split that up, since it's basically two um, sectors, like life coaches and business coaches. Mm. Uh, so in the big space, and um, and we. We 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 didn't want to limit our our market. Sure. And our templates can be useful for a life coach. Or of course, we're trying to develop some templates more appealing to life coaches. Maybe has some health flair or some green flair, for instance. Yeah. And then other templates more for the business or executive coaching. Gotcha. Um, but uh, who knows? Maybe in the near future we focus on one of them because we know we see oh most of the clients we get are just business coaches, so maybe we can focus on them. Right, right. Okay, so I guess I just have kind of like one or two more questions for you, and then I I want to turn it over to you to to ask me questions about um, you know what you guys are working on and working on and. and you know what you're challenged with and, and you know as we can talk about next steps um, sure but uh, I mean can you just give me an idea like how uh, how many customers have signed on so far and how did you get your very first customers well as I said we just launched uh, this week and we have just started and yes I think we started with our first blog posts um, since that is one of the questions that I had for you concerning um, inbound marketing and okay. direct marketing. Well, I, I do see these three, so uh, these three testimonials on, on your site. Are those from like beta users? or? Yes. They, those are like 
similar in the niche, uh, but done before we, we launched this business. So I've been doing this and, and my partner as well as a freelancer and as a consultant, like web design. I see. So, so I, and I, I well, we still have some clients um, beside our business. Sure. I see. So, so th those these are clients. Testimonials and... are, for, are from, from before the business. Yeah. Got it. Got it. It, it. it looks good, and I think that's very smart to, to at least have some kind of social, social, uh, social proof, you know, right from the outset. And I can see yeah. here, you know, the three people that you've that you've listed. One is a keynote speaker. One is a nutritional therapist. Um, one mm -hmm. is an uh, osteopath coach. So it looks like the, yeah. these three people, even though they might not be specifically coaches per se, um, they are somewhat related to uh, the coaching. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One one of them is coach. The, the therapist is also the osteopath. is also coach, but. Yeah, we tried, uh, had more, but uh, to choose the ones closer to our niche. Sure. And, and as and, soon as we get this, yeah. Well, and, and then just uh, another question, like the, the platform that you're, that you're building these websites on, like are you using WordPress or something else, or how does that work? Uh, we are using Offsprout, which is a white-label website builder for companies that do productize web design. That's oh, interesting. I'm not familiar with like that Like we do. Yeah. And, and I, I think the guy who runs it is was also in, the, in your community, the productize community, because I, I got to know him there. Oh, fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Uh, good to know. So um, and, and so your pricing here, it looks like you're charging nineteen ninety. Uh, one time setup, setup and launch, and then you have a a, a service plan for ninety nine dollars a month. Yeah, yeah. We, we thought about having different packages, different prices, but again, that will be getting things more complicated from the beginning. And we wanted something very, very clear and simple. Yeah. And so maybe sometime in the future we add some other packages, but. Yeah. yeah. Got it. So, um, so yeah, I mean, why don't we turn it over to your questions? I mean, you, you've just launched, you know, last week. Uh, mm -hmm. What are the kinds of things that you're thinking about right now or you're challenged with? And um, yeah, any questions? Yeah, sure. Well, as I said, we just um, published our first blog post. And one question we have is concerning content marketing versus direct marketing. Mm -hmm. or outbound marketing, uh, which one should we focus on? Or when launching a business and you have limited time because right now we, are, we still have some clients um, and yeah. family. Is it better to write uh, on your own blog or to do guest posts or yeah, well, do marketing or do advertisement for both of, our, both of them? Yeah, I mean, good questions. You know, I, I think there's a lot of questions there to, to kind of unpack. But yeah, yeah I mean, sorry. <laughs> well, no, it, they're all good. So I, I think um, I think it's good that that you're starting the blog and you're getting that rolling. Um, but to be honest, I don't think that that the blog and, and content marketing should be your number one priority at 
at, at this very, very early stage. I, th I think the number one priority should, should be to go directly to coaches um, and either, either use warm email outreach, you know, through your, through your contact or like through your network and see if anybody who, you know, might be able to introduce you to a coach um, who might need your services. Uh, and then if, if not that, then, then just build up lists of, of coaches to do some cold email outreach. Um, I think that's a really good first step because uh, I mean, number one, you're going directly to your market, but, but really it's, it's even less about selling them and more about learning from them. Um, mm -hmm. And so if you can, if you can line up, you know, 10 conversations just for the purpose of, of asking them questions and, and kind of learning about how, how they manage their website or, or what, what they're struggling with when it comes to their website. Um, then, then you can learn more about how to reach them, how to speak to them and, and what to even include in your, in your product and in your service. Um, so that would probably be my first step to look at is, is doing some, some direct outreach to coaches. Um, I mean, at the same time, I think it's also good to start up that, that blogging routine. I know it's very tough to, to devote the time to it. Um, but you can start, you know, really just with like one or two articles per month. Um, and, uh, and even and even start to build up like a an evergreen um, lead magnet you know I we, we mm -hmm. at audience house we usually prefer doing a, a an email course you know so like best practices to for, for a high converting website for your coaching business um, and do like a five-part email course on that now again I, I don't think that should be the very top priority I, I think it's so early in, in, in your development that um, what you really need right now more than anything is first clients, you know, um, first yes. paying clients. So that should be the, the focus. And I think, and I think through asking for referrals from your personal network with some warm email outreach and uh, some cold email outreach, you know, you should at, at the very least be able to get into, um, you know, a number of conversations and then kind of take it from there. Yeah. Yeah, and related to this, do you know any tools to help to help find prospects and follow up on the sales funnel? Um, yeah, but well, I I would start just by saying that the warm email outreach, I I really wouldn't even use any any tool other than just regular email. Um, you know that I mean that can just be a matter of making a list of like twenty to twenty five people that you know personally, maybe your current clients. Mm -hmm. Um, industry contacts, anyone that, that you've networked with um, and say, hey, you know, I, I'm starting this thing called Webs for Coaches. Here's what it's about. We're specifically looking to work with with coaches who, who are looking to, to, to market themselves better online. Um, do you or someone you know happen to, happen to know someone who, who might be in need or, or, or it might make sense for me to talk to? You know, um, mm -hmm. that, that would just be a warm email, like 20 to 25 of those emails sent from Gmail or wherever. Um, yeah. And then for cold email outreach, again, just to start small, like I would just build a list of like 50 coaches and, and again, just use regular email at first just to get a feel for, for, um, for getting into the habit of sending. And then, I mean, beyond that, you, there are tools. Uh, the one that, that I use sometimes is called uh, quickmail.io. Um, that'll that'll help you like automatically send cold email outreach, um, 
my friend Justin McGill runs a service called leadfuse.com, which um, that that can help you create prospecting lists of of coaches. Um, but I, I I would even just start with doing some like Google searches or or finding uh, communities where coaches hang out and do a little bit of manual um, you know research and, and digging into to different coaches websites and, and seeing like is this a person that that I think would be a good fit for for my for my service and now this is a very manual slow tedious process like it's going to take a very long time to go through 20 30 50 different coaches websites and try to dig them dig them up around the internet but I think at this very early stage that's a really good exercise to go through because um, you're going to build a small list a, a focused list um, of of really good prospects and and you're going to learn a lot along the way and then you know later on it, like the next phase of this would be to automate it or, or to hire a, a virtual assistant to help with some of that you know um, information gathering but I think in the beginning, it's it's perfectly fine to do a lot of this stuff manually. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, and now that you talk about that, um, hiring some help, when is the best time to hire a VA? And should he or she be specialized in one thing or better an all-arounder who can do many things? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. You know, I, I think... Um, my approach to it has always been to begin hiring when it starts to get a, a little bit painful for you. You know, when, if you're, I, I think it's important that in the in the beginning you do a bunch of these the, the things yourself, like you and your partner. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. And figure out because the the more you, you do it, like the more you're going to learn and refine the process, and you're going to learn. Okay, this step doesn't make sense, or or it's better to do it in this order and not that order. Um, and so you want to kind of refine and, and and work out those kinks before you start to get it into procedures and then delegate it to someone. Um, but but then you know at a, at a certain point maybe it's a few weeks in maybe it's a few months into it um, you'll start to find that okay I'm doing this repeatedly I've got the process down it's working now i need now as the founder i need to start spending my time elsewhere like maybe talking to more customers or or working on the product and i can i can now delegate some of this stuff to to a virtual assistant or or, or someone on the team um to your question like should should you seek someone with specialized um skills or not I think it de depends on the role. Like uh, there are plenty of um, general virtual assistants who are, who can be trained or they already have some skills when it comes to um, simple things like setting up email newsletters, uh, maybe setting up like a blog post or, 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 or a page in, in a website. But um, for the more technical website setup kind of stuff or, or customizing the site or the design or working with images, you might want to find someone with more specific uh, web design skills, and you can still find, you know, virtual assistants who who have those kind of skills, um, yeah. uh, like basic HTML chops would be good, I think. Um, you know, just slightly more technical, and and you might pay a little bit more to find someone with those specialized skills. But um, so so, for instance, in your case, webs for coaches, you you'd want to find 
when it comes to having someone take over the um, the setting up of someone's website and going through your standard process for that, um, you'll probably want to find a uh, an assistant with with HTML or Photoshop or, or web design experience. Yeah, sure. Um, definitely. Yeah, but in but the, like a, a more general assistant can can also help you out with. Um, building a list of prospects or sending your your email newsletter or, or that kind of stuff but but again I think that it's probably not going to be the a top priority in in um, in the early days yeah um I have another question sure it's what would you do differently if you started again from scratch no list no name no name no money but with your current knowledge and experience, yeah. So like right now you are studying um, audience ops. Yep. Mm. Um, I pr so looking Same. back yeah. on on restaurant engine, which is you know pretty similar to this, but but it, but it was for restaurants. Yeah. Um, one of the things I would have done differently is, uh, I wouldn't have spent as much time in the beginning, like building out the platform. I think I spent something like six months um, building out our templates and setting up the WordPress system to be able to um, onboard clients and set up websites and customize them in a really fast and streamlined way. And all of that work paid off later on because uh, it made our process really fast. But um, in the beginning, I, I could have got our very first customers much faster if I just kind of set up their websites manually with, without all the tools that we ended up building and mm -hmm. and like waited until we had 10 or 20 clients before I started investing into um, building more streamlined tools. That, yeah. would, that would definitely be one thing. Um, let's see. I think I would have done a little bit more well, this is something that I did in, in audience ops and I didn't do as much of it in restaurant engine. And, and I, as I said, I think um, doing that warm email outreach and then the cold email outreach in the, in the very early months. Like I didn't do as much of that in the early months of restaurant engine. Um, mm -hmm. I think I could have done a little bit more of like targeting restaurant owners and, and finding them and, and, uh, and reaching out to them to manually get them onto the service. And in audience ops, what, like my very first step was to was to send a, a personal email to about 25 people that I know um, you know just telling them what I'm launching and, and asking if it would make sense for me to talk to them or anyone that they know who would uh, who would be a good fit and I think that's how that's that's what resulted in at least the first three like three or five clients for for audience ops mm -hmm. okay great um, um, yeah, uh, last question. Uh, any tips to combine, like a, a family developing a productized service and having still some clients or a normal job in some cases? So you're asking about like balancing the time between starting this on the side and still balancing uh, family and, and yeah. other client work? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, where I, did you find the time? Where, uh, when you started, you had, I think, both. You had the agency, the agency, and you were building your restaurant engine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it. You know, to be honest, it, it. I was hustling a lot. I I didn't have any. I didn't have any kids at that time, um, so that that helped. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I I started waking up really early, and I would devote the the very early morning hours to uh, to working on Restaurant Engine because I found that um, I had the most creative energy and and like brain power in in the morning than than later in the day. Um, and then I would I would just do the client work a little bit later in the day. That that seemed to help a little bit. Um, I also s- actually started charging more for my client work, which allowed me mm-hmm. to uh, take on less clients and still have enough cash flow to kind of fund um, the development of Restaurant Engine. So, um, I mean, I, I always kind of gradually increased my rates when I was doing freelance web design o- over the years, but... Um, I think by the time I started Restaurant Engine, I was I was charging enough that I only needed to have maybe three three or four clients a month, um, and then that allowed me at, at least a de- like a full day or two of of time to to devote to Restaurant Engine. Um, I mean, the other thing that I did along those same lines is I since I increased the rates and and I attracted clients with larger budgets for for web design work that allowed me to outsource a lot of the, the work. Um, so I worked with other contractors, um, which again, then like freed up more of my time to focus on building a uh, restaurant engine. Um, I mean, it wasn't that, it wasn't that simple all the time. I mean, I, it was definitely a struggle and it definitely made progress a lot slower, you know? Um, yeah. And I think that's just a reality in, in the first year, but I just kind of took it as like a gradual approach, you know, phase, slowly phasing down the the client work and starting to phase up the um uh the restaurant engine work. I guess I should also mention that as as restaurant engine started to grow and get closer to to replacing my income from from freelance work, I I I made a mistake in that I I I got a little bit too distracted and I started taking on other other projects and even getting involved in other businesses and I think in your case, since you have a partner, you're in a really good position to avoid that mistake because you and your partner can kind of keep each other accountable and keep each other focused, yes. um, like focused mm-hmm. on, on this business, Webs for Coaches, uh, you know, and not, you know, it, it's it's perfectly fine to take on other client work to help pay the bills and fund fund your, your progress. But, you know, I'm sure you'll have 10 other ideas for startups that, that you can that you can pursue at any time. But I think if you keep each other accountable and staying focused on this one, you know, you'll be much better off. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, you know, just one thing that, that I'm noticing as I, as I scroll through the site a little bit is, um, I'm seeing a lot of, a lot of focus on, you know, like what you get, you get this website, you get this done for you in a week. Um, but I'm not seeing a lot of uh, pain points or, or identifying a problem that coaches have, you know? Yeah. Um, and like even at the top headline, it's like it says webs for coaches, professional and affordable websites for coaches done for you in a week. And so I, and, and, and he, well, here you say you focus on your business while we do the rest for your online presence. So, so that's starting to get there a little bit because you know I guess you're making the 
you're, you're implying that they're busy and they don't want to work on their website. They just want to focus on their business. So that's that's pretty good. But I, I think through it, once you have more and more conversations with coaches, you know, you can really find out what the specific um, pain points are and and problems or, or, or challenges that they face uh, when it comes to really just marketing their business online. And um, and you can then position, like maybe rewrite some of this copy, some of the headlines and 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 focus more on the benefits and the solutions to those specific problems um, and a little bit less on the on the specific like features yeah 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 we'll try we we'll try to, to focus on benefits but I guess we can reward uh, those benefits to to also mention the pain points as you mentioned yeah definitely something in our to-do list yeah and you know the other thing is you are focused on coaches so I'd also want to know what is unique about coaches when it comes to their website um, that they really need to have because I'm as I as I go down to your features I I'm, I see a lot of these features like professional design websites ready to rank mobile friendly um, dedicated support websites that convert like these are things that really just about any website should should want right like not specifically coaching yeah. websites so um you know maybe it's like um, a customizable consultation form or uh beautiful coach bio pages or you know something to that really speaks to something that that a coach would really care about yeah well that, that was one thing that we want to add in the near future like some maybe um online appointments Functionalities hmm. for coaches, um, yeah. But um, yeah, it's true. Most of these features would apply to any most of the services consultants, and but we wanted to niche it down so that we can reach to them easier. Yeah. So yep. we could have said, so we do templates uh, in general. So it's much more difficult to come to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I guess I I would just like to see this. Um, I Like if I'm a coach and, and I'm looking at this, I'm probably going to compare webs for coaches to say something like Squarespace or, or WordPress. And I'm not seeing a lot of differentiators here. Like I'm seeing, uh, uh, like all of the same benefits and the same features are offered in Squarespace. So, if your site said, you know, had like specific features that are specifically designed for coaching websites, um, that would start to make me think like, okay, well, there's something really specialized here that that maybe I can't get something that specialized in in something like Squarespace. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what we do is we we do everything for them concerning the website, and since we 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 try to focus on those people, those coaches that want to grow their business and do what they really like, which is coaching and not um, website management or building or something like that. Yeah. So we we do everything for them, like 
the website, the maintenance, if they uh, want to update anything, they send it to us and we do it. If they have a blog, they can send it to us and we publish the post. So they don't need to know anything about WordPress, about websites or anything. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think I think that's really good. Um, and that's that kind of value proposition certainly worked with Restaurant Engine, but I think you can even do um, a better job of, like for instance, the blog posts. You know, you can you can start to say like, well, what is the benefit of, of having if you're a coach to have blog posts published? You know, you can start to say, well, all you need to do is share your expertise, and we get it up on your website for you. You know, if you start to speak to these. Um, specific thing like the way that coaches are going to think about it in their minds it's it's less about the functionality yeah. it's more about like the the end result for them yes yeah good point cool so um so any other uh you know like questions here that you wanted to cover uh no i think i'm good all right fantastic yeah. well um it was very very helpful yeah, you know, again, like the the site looks really great. It's nice and clean. It's it's very it's nicely organized. Um, I think you're off to a great start. I think you, uh, like I said, you, you know, I think it's great that you're you're already starting. You're 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 starting off by focusing on on a very specific uh, customer, which is really really important. Um, so the website is Webs for Coaches, and we'll definitely uh, keep in touch and. And you know, you know, let me know in a few months how things are going, and give me a give me a uh, progress update. Sure, we will. All right, thanks Carlos. for having me and your help. Okay, Carlos. All right, take care. Take care. Thanks for tuning in today. Get all the show notes for this entire season at productizepodcast.com. And to get my free productize crash course, where I share my best strategies for launching and sustaining your productize service business, head over to productizecourse.com. All right, time to get back to working on the business.